0: Seconds over, And welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies, where we specialize in telling the truth in spite of all the lies that my cohort, Dan, tries to tell. I am Just Dan, one of your hosts. You can follow me on Twitter at I tell Legal Lies. You can follow the show across all social media platforms, at Black Law Podcast. You can follow Afro Becky home if you can find her. Please don't follow Dan anywhere because he's going straight to hell. And if you want to go there,
1: then do follow him. Next.
2: <laughs> hey, you got this, huh? You got this. Oh, okay. Hey. Well,
1: I am one of, another one of your hosts, Afro Becky. Becky. And I would Wake up urge you to tell or to, to take Anne's advice about following me.
2: Now, let me tell y'all something here. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to dispute the fact that you all should not follow me because I am the lifeblood. I am the lifeblood of this whole organization. Number one, and- I
1: didn't say that she should. they should take advice about from Anne to not follow you. I didn't say that. I said to take Anne's advice about not following me.
2: That's not what I heard. So, let me tell y'all. I'm the lifeblood of this shit here. You know what? This organization will fall and crumble into pieces.
0: Your name not David Ruffin?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm the godfather.
0: (laughs) Whatever. I'm the
2: godfather. Yo, Yo, I still ain't made it through fucking the Irishman. And it's getting to the point where... I made it, it's The movie's like four hours long, right? So I'll get an hour and a half in, and then I'll go like three, four days, and then i don't forgot. And
0: where the hell did that Netflix. come from? No, uh, no, the Godfather.
2: No, like, it's a, it's like a Godfather type Like, shit. like where is this coming? Ladies from? and gentlemen, my name is Dan, AKA <laughs> Dan on Drugs, and you know I'm trying to be a little sexy. Nah, so, he's never sexy. The, just to let y'all know. So off the little wife, my gray wife, man, look, we with don't chicken, have time chicken, for all this. We got to get
0: in, deep into grease. this show, man. My name? Like, my wait, name?
2: My name? Come on, but, man. My
0: name is my name, my name is, is Dan Slim <laughs> Shade.
2: Dan on drugs. You can keep up with me on social media at Dan on Drugs. at I am Dan on drugs. I'm sorry. Mm. See what happens is when I'm interrupted. No, when he's on drugs. When I'm interrupted
0: <laughs> by the drugs,
2: my train of thought automatically gets derailed, and it takes me a second to regather. So you can keep up with me on Twitter and on IG. At I am Dan on Drugs. Keep up with the show, all social media platforms at Black Law Podcast. Don't forget our merch, merch, ladies and gentlemen. We have lovely stocking stuffers. Although you won't get them. Boy, this like is after Christmas. it's after Christmas now. So, but you can still <laughs> stuff some stockings <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? For Kwanzaa, ain't Kwanzaa like oh, after yeah. Christmas? Kwanzaa, it is. great Boxing Kwanzaa. Day. Yeah, yeah. So, if
1: you're English,
2: like I said, you don't like British. I just felt I thought that
1: was Canadian. Is it? I, I yes, thought it's, boxing it's, it's, days. It's, needed. it's
0: English too. It's British. I don't know. As well. Man, look it up. Yeah. It is.
2: So, like I said, I'm just showing off the white beater with the chicken stains on it today because I feel sexy.
0: Chicken.
2: I feel sexy, Same. yo. Ladies and gentlemen, prior to getting into our main topic at hand, I wanted to bring Afro Becky in on two things. Becky, thing number one.
0: And thing two.
2: Would you ever donate? Oh an organ to somebody, whether it be family, loved one, friend, relative, or a complete stranger.
1: I'm not going to say no, but, but but I'm not going to say yes. (laughs) I, I, I would consider, I would consider it. Wait, Becky said, I'm not going to say no,
0: but I'm not really going to say yes. I would take it under advisement.
1: No, not advisement, under consideration.
2: Does it matter who the person is?
1: Like if it was your mom. I would strongly consider it. Wow. Just <laughs> wow. doesn't well,
2: matter which organ it is.
1: Well, eyes are organs, so I'm not giving them <laughs> my eye. Wow. Do y'all realize that, that the weird. clock doesn't have a battery in it? No, it has doesn't. one,
2: but it's just stuck. Yeah. The so. hands are stuck. <laughs> It, hands oh, are that's,
0: stuck oh that's that bargain basement kirkland watch
2: nah right. we was moving a mattress down the stairs one time and it was hanging above at the old and condo it and old. it yeah it felt mm-hmm. it used to have glass on it too mm-hmm. wow so uh Anne, would you ever donate an organ to either loved one friend family absolutely i would or a stranger
0: I am, I am an official donor on my driver's license i do believe in organ donation
2: no i mean while you're still living not yes. after you die
0: i would i would like donate a kidney I would also donate a piece of liver because you know you can do that live donations I would do that I was more than willing as an aside my grandmother died from multiple myeloma which if you don't know what that is it's um a form it's a bloodborne cancer and in order to save her she would have had to have a bone marrow transplant. That shit hurt. And I was I about to say for any of you who know about bone marrow transplantation, they can't sedate you. So you have to, and not only was I willing, all of my cousins were willing. If we, if we would have been a viable match, we were all willing. I would have gone down to the dirt for this woman. But
2: So you're n- now... I find this funny um, before I answer that your lineage does not share the same blood type. It can actually differ from sibling to sibling.
0: Right. Well, not that, not that blood type, but you have to be compatible. There are so many markers that, that they test you for, for so that you are as close a match to them as possible. Some, some, um times some cancers like uh for instance leukemia you can actually give birth to a child that could save your child with leukemia some and people actually do that they they say that again cord blood they have babies
1: so that they can save their child with leukemia
2: explain that to me like i'm five so
1: you have a child who's let's say five years old and they have leukemia okay you purposefully get pregnant to have another child that, so you can get access to cord blood that is used. I think it's with stem cells the or whatever. stem cells, uh-huh. Um, that they can formulate a cure for your five-year-old child.
0: Because, you know, stem cells. Can that work for an adult? I don't know. I, the, I've i only ever heard it done with children and in leukemia situations. I've never heard it done in To combat other diseases it's basically because you know a stem cell can be anything
2: yeah it can regenerate right so
0: they they literally like i said have children who save this other child
2: i i'm torn i'm gonna tell a story much like uh your situation i had an uncle who had a very rare kidney cancer Both kidneys. He was on dialysis for many years. And I was unaware that even at some point, dialysis does not keep Mm -hmm. up with. So he needed a kidney. So a lot of people in the family, when it got tested to see if they were matches, um, none of them were matches. I had an aunt come to me and say, have you been tested? I said, no, I haven't. She says, do you plan on it? I said, no, I don't. I was 18 or 19 at the time and i'm like i'm thinking my uncle's old that love him to death i'm
0: 18 and what if i need right my kidney
2: right so turns out that i started having a little bit of kidney issues maybe um i ain't been back to the doctor because black men don't go we don't cheat and we don't go to the doctor um
0: one of those things definitely true
2: so i'm like had i given my uncle a kidney. I might not be here, or I might be struggling, you know, even more. So it's like I know we have, as you would say, redundancy: two lungs, two kidneys, two eyes, two. But at eighteen, if you take one of them, I don't know what I'm gonna need down the line. Mm -hmm. So that's why I didn't do it. Now would I do it? It really depends on who the person is. My mama, yeah, she can she can have whatever. My pops, I. I will I will give him some urine on his grave. <laughs> but nah, so it depends on who it is and what the organ is. Like bone marrow. Oh no, bro. Dude, I
0: was I was I was in. The problem the problem for us was though my grandmother was 83. Right. And they were like she couldn't her body could not withstand the procedure. So it was like one or two things are going to kill her, This disease or well, trying to precise. cure this disease.
2: That And yep. they, they said that about my grandma with her. She needed a hip replacement. I think now I could be making part of this up, but the other part's true. Now, I don't know which one's which, but she needed a hip. She needs a hip replacement, Black but law, she is she is so old that doing a hip replacement well, may kill actually may, kill her right so, because
0: they would have to go under general anesthesia and then cut and,
2: her and yeah and do all even
0: that even for a healthy person anytime you go under general anesthesia that, you may not come up yeah and so for somebody that's in their 80s
2: yep and that is why ladies and gentlemen today's legal word of the of, of the week is going to be dnr Do not resuscitate. I sign one of those. I've had multiple. A
0: long time ago. Yeah. I've I've
2: had multiple surgeries. And each time that I go in to have a surgery to where I'm being put under general anesthesia, I sign a DNR. DNR. Do not resuscitate. Because if I can die while I'm out, while I'm knocked out, that is the best possible way to go. That's how he wants to go
0: because he won't know that he's dead. Exactly
2: exactly and yo general rabbit hole general (laughs) anesthesia is the weirdest shit ever they don't know how it works (laughs) nobody knows how it works what
0: do you mean they don't know how it works
2: no literally scientists do not know exactly why it knocks you out yeah they don't know why they don't know the mechanisms and what it if they just know that it works yeah and it was accidentally a lot, much like a lot of shit, was accidentally discovered. Yeah, but yeah. they cannot tell like you penicillin how like, it works. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, that's the weirdest which is, shit. Which
0: is why I'm trying not to go under mm-hmm. general anesthesia. It's real. No. I like, I, not that I have a fear of you have surgery. Been? You
2: ever had a surgery? I
0: have never had one, and I'm trying not to have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is exactly right. Well, try hard your hardest. Try your best. I am. Because I I literally. The closest that I've ever come to a surgical procedure is a tooth extraction, and I am literally not trying to go. I'm not Didn't, trying to go the distance. So
2: that wasn't you. That they fucked the tooth extraction up and the, it grew back. No, it uh. wasn't me. Um, <laughs> it wasn't me. So I've I've had it done multiple times, and the thing that's weird is I always thought it was the mask, right? It's
0: like the gas. No. They inject you? Yes. Because that's oxygen. Yeah, but
2: I always thought it was a mask. So, my first one, I was freaking out. So, they put it on my face and they're like count backwards Mm -hmm. from 10. So, I said 10. Bloop. That was it. And I'm waking up in recovery. The second one, man, I'm a stubborn motherfucker and I I love challenge and competition. I said, I'm going to get the (laughs) 5. and put the shit on and I wasn't even, this one I wasn't even scared for, but I said ten nine <laughs> <laughs> and I was out and I re- like I remember getting to eight and uh vaguely I so uh Becky you you've had procedure you had a procedure done mm-hmm. under anesthesia right mm-hmm. so yes. how how was that experience
1: well um they I remember they said that they were gonna start the anesthesia were you scared not at first
2: because no. you've seen me go through it so many <laughs>
1: times <laughs> well um I guess I just didn't know what to expect right but um so they started the anesthesia drip while they were wheeling me back oh so uh, you to were the out operating room. before you even got to the operating room no um I remember going past my doctor and she's like hello
2: Dr. Payne yes
1: her name is Dr. Payne wow but I never
0: um, never ever in my life would have I'd have walked into that office, they would have said, Dr. Payne, I would say, hell nah, and turned around, no. You need
2: Dr. Feelgood. Up <laughs> right,
1: right, like, no. Um, and I'm like, I really can't see you, because literally I couldn't see her, because- You're blind.
2: Well, she had to take her contacts I had to have, out. I couldn't oh. have contacts or glasses. Oh, of course
1: not. And my vision is fucked up, so right. I really couldn't make her out. And so she stepped closer, and she said, how you feeling? I'm like, mm, you know, I'm good. Are you getting sleepy? Nah, not at all.
2: Just like, are you high? Nah.
1: <laughs> so uh, then as we're entering the uh, the operating room, they um, kept on asking me, how you feeling? I'm like, good. Well, then they wheeled me right next to the table and they assisted me when transferring me from the gurney to the table. Um, I remember being being kind of lifted a little bit Mm -hmm. and um i heard them begin to ask me how you feeling and then i don't remember anything after that
2: (laughs) today's topic uh no
1: no no no. i want to ask a
0: question Mm -hmm. since um y'all have done this and i haven't i've read some things about that anesthesia causing amnesia yeah like temporary or it does longer
2: my first one was the worst um that's when i had i had to get a biopsy of my bladder and i I think i told that in a previous episode but basically the only way to go to your bladder is through your dick hole if you're a man it's it's
0: called a urethra
2: and like honestly they keep people awake for that but I refused. I'm I'm like, I'm not. You are not shoving a tube because it has like a little claw yep. and, and a light. So That's how are you correct. fitting a claw? and Because men, it's small. Men, you know how big your dick and hole is. And it stretches. Ooh, uh, that shit's painful. It does stretch. <laughs> it stretches. So anyway, um, they put me under. And they're supposed to, an anesthesiologist comes in. They have a specific calculation of uh,
0: how much to get for you, you. Right. right based on your weight and yeah whatever, and all kinds whatever. of shit right.
2: so i think that time they gave me too much because they had a hard time waking me up and then when they did wake me oh, up jesus they my first my first thought on anything is an out i always need to, i always want to escape i want to get out so as you're coming to they're asking you questions do you know where you are? Do you know what time it is? Do you know this? Do you know that? And luckily there's a clock on the wall and I'm like, yep, it's 12 whatever. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Well, he's good. So I don't remember much of that day period, even prior to Too the anesthesia. And my doctor came over and he explained exactly what they found, which was a hole in my bladder or, or like the, the lining was wearing away. To where my urine could have Escaped gone into, into my into bloodstream your, and so, killed me. What
0: causes that?
2: It's called interstitial or interstitial, interstitial. cystitis, uh-huh. and that's basically it's ulcers in your bladder, and it's just an ongoing thing that I have to deal with. But he comes over, for that. Uh huh. It, it, it's like so. Can it that, happen. It can happen again. Yeah, it flares. It flares randomly, and there's like. I'm at the point now where I don't need to go see a doctor because it's acid, basically. So, mm-hmm. you, so you start taking these that. acid neutralizers. There's I got this stuff um in the medicine cabinet called pre-leaf. And you take it before you eat or drink anything. And it like goes into your stomach. Then when the acid hits your stomach, boom, it neutralizes the acid before it can even make it to your bladder, to your bowels. PreLeaf. oh, um, well, wait
0: a minute. There's acid in your stomach
2: neutralizes it's like neutralizes all acid so and then it tells you on the bottle if you're going to drink a cup of coffee
0: take this this take this
2: many or if you're going to have tomato because there's like a lot of anyway here nor there but doctor comes over and he starts talking to me and explaining and i remember doing this Uh uh-huh uh-huh you look like a blueberry Because he was wearing blue scrubs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he looked at me and was like, Pardon me? Nigga, you look like a blueberry. I called
0: the doctor the N word.
2: (laughs) Did I? So he looked at me like, What's the point? Why am I talking? So he goes out (laughs) to the waiting room and talks to my mama. And then they will you into recovery after that. So my mama came back and she was like, your doctor told me that you called him the N-word. I said, yeah, I called him a blueberry too. <laughs> so anyway, I don't like, he, he explained like a lot of shit. I don't remember Anything. any of it. So then the other time I had was called twi- twilight sedation.
0: Yeah, you're awake and you, you basically you're just even. You won't panic, but you still are aware. no. That's what it's supposed to be.
2: Well, it ha- I had a colonoscopy, right? They uh-huh. won't do general for colonoscopy, That's so they gave me what's twilight, and this is what's weird. This shit freaked me out. You think you're asleep. You think that, like, after procedure's done, you think you went to sleep because it does. You're
0: supposed to be aware though. Like, you're supposed to know that you're up.
2: It induces amnesia, so basically, I was awake for the whole procedure. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a damn thing so in my mind i was sleeping because
0: you don't you did you were not aware of what was going nothing. on
2: nothing and that freaked me out because i asked afterwards i'm like um because of the first thing that i had i'm like how long did it take y'all to wake me up like wake you up we never put you to sleep yeah i did no we put you under twilight whatever so ba- i was awake but i have no recollection of mm anything Mm. and i said that's some scary shit but they use whatever that is they also use that shit as date rape um yeah date rape shit
0: i could believe that as well
2: so if you ever have to have surgery for your situation i can tell (laughs) you little ricky um (laughs) don't be afraid of the anesthesia that's your friend
0: man hell no see that's the thing i don't i don't want it because i've heard you don't want
2: Anesthesia because
0: I've heard freaky stuff about anesthesia. and because you know, there are a lot of people in my family who've actually had anesthesia. They've had procedure that's required general anesthesia. And you know, they've said things about it, you know, about things, the whole amnesia things, about things that to this day, they can't remember, you know, things that they used to do that they can't do anymore. And you know, just crazy stuff like that, and I'm like, man, I don't my know mind that. is my life. So what if I go into this general anesthesia, come back, and I'm like, I can't think right.
2: So I, I don't know, but my anesthesia, my amnesia was more or less that day. Not like unless I unless it's like <laughs> I forgot what I that, don't, remember. don't remember. Right, <laughs> right. So, so yeah, so I don't know. Just,
0: it just freaks me out. So I'm hoping this whole thing, like gets taken care of without the the surgery so. well
2: if you do need surgery i can tell you that the shit is nerve-wracking but coming from somebody that has been under how many times i'm thinking more in line with five the bladder the asshole <laughs> twice
1: you had two col- colonoscopies
2: no i had a sigmoido, sigmoidoscope yeah. and a colonoscopy and your nuts Yep, my nuts when i had to cut my nuts open and uh the there's one one was it something for my knee Five,
1: six, i don't know
0: no I'm you honest, just six. got
1: an injection in your knee that was four There,
2: there was a fifth one i know there was a fifth one doc i don't know but anyway so what i'm saying is it's a lot ner- nerve-wracking more nerve-wracking than like after the fact you wake up and you're like, damn, that wasn't All that it. wasn't so right. bad. Right. But they also have you doped up, and that's the shit that got me. Got me like they make you before they release you. They make you pee
0: mm-hmm. to
2: make sure, I guess that Function- yeah. everything is functioning and I'm correctly. Al- I'm already having trouble pissing now, <laughs> but um, so they do that and you can go home. So you go home and you just ch- you're like, yo, that wasn't so bad. Like when they cut my nuts open. I literally walk. well, they wheel you out, but I walked into my mama's house, walked upstairs, walked downstairs, watching TV, didn't take any painkillers. This is before I found um, pleasure in taking them. So I am like, Psh, I don't need that shit. And then I guess it's like any other injury. Sometimes you hit your hand or something and it don't hurt until the next day. Man, yeah, when it wears off, when my, the anesthesia
0: actually wears off.
2: My whole, I could not bend my waist. I had to you remember I, I used to have to use a cane. Yep. I this would, is how I had okay. to get out of bed. I would be laying flat in the bed on my back. And then that's when I started taking the Percocets and I fell asleep with a mouthful of gummy lifesavers. <laughs> but I had to had to get up in peace. So I took the cane. This is when Becky went around to help me out of bed. And I would put the cane on the wall behind the bed. And, and push I would have yourself up. Push myself up forward. And like my whole, my groin hurt, my thighs hurt, my stomach hurt, like everything imaginable. Mm -hmm. So that took like three or four days before I could start moving around without the pain. And
0: see, that's something else. I had somebody tell me today that they had um, laparoscopic surgery on their stomach and um, she was like, well, yeah, you know, even though the recovery time is faster than if they actually have to cut you open traditionally.
2: It still hurts.
0: You, it still will hurt because they have to go through the abdominal muscles and those things have to heal. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize how much you use. And I'm like, no, I realize because you use your abdominal muscles to stabilize everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Right.
0: Like anything you do involves your abdomen. So I'm thinking about that. Yeah, they gotta go through my. They'll put some in my navel, probably have a cut there and there. But literally, I, I man, and I'm not into pain. I'm sorry,
2: man. The, I think if you if you do have to have any type of like, hopefully you don't. But if you do, I think that whole week will be such a blur that <laughs> it. No, seriously, that you'll look up a week later and say it was nothing. Because you're going to be on painkillers. So you, you're you going to be loopy as fuck. Um,
1: You'll sleep through most yeah, of it. Yeah, you
2: will sleep a lot. Like when Becky came home, she had to get what was called a um, DNC, I think. Mm-hmm. And like they they was all up in her. And <laughs> she like came home. She got in the bed. She slept for a damn near 20 hours. Got up. I had to keep giving her her meds. Then I would say one for you, one for me, because <laughs> this is painful, me watching you go through you this. Know what? You but after about a week, I mean, would you say after about a week or so, you're just like back to normal?
1: I thought it was like two days. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it wasn't long. Yeah. It wasn't long. So we'll see. It's a blur. We'll see.
2: Don't worry. If you're in the hospital, we're going to be there with mm-hmm. you. Man, whatever. Little, I, just I make, a, sure, make sure it's not in New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans hospital. You know what? Because, yeah, we ain't coming to see you then. But, like, for real, if you in the hospital, we'll come through. And your little IV, I'll kind of kink that bitch up a little bit. Yeah, so, little alarms going off. Uh, Nope.